Chapter 137, Hacienda Limon and Palsas, Search for the Yellow-Faced Parrotlet. We took a bus back to Cajamarca. I wanted to get to a town called Balsas to meet Fernando as soon as possible. I wanted to at least get to Celandine by tonight. The bus left from the same place we arrived, but in ten minutes' time, so I rushed off in a taxi to town to pick up a bag of stuff that I'd left at the hotel. There were only two seats left, which were separated, but a nice Peruvian guy agreed to swap his seat. The bus was okay and stopped at a restaurant high up in the mountains where we had some tea and something to eat. When we arrived, our bags were soaking with a very unpleasant-looking but unidentified liquid. Celandine seemed a nice town, and we found a nice hotel with a pleasant courtyard. The 200-meter walk there almost killed me as I was carrying our 60 kilos of stuff with my girlfriend not feeling too well. I timed it well as the twice-weekly bus passing Balsas left the next day. In the morning, I went up to the bus offices to get our tickets to Balsas. There were two bus companies leaving, but one was already full so we got tickets for the other one at 11.30. It was about a four-hour drive to Chacanto, at the bottom of the Rio Marañón Valley. We stopped for a look at the top of the valley, and there was a fantastic view. The valley was immense, and you could see how species had evolved within the valley itself, unable to pass over the mountains. The bus stopped at Chacanto anyway for people to have something to eat in the restaurant. The waitress was a young girl who looked about 20 and smiled at me the whole time. Understandably, she didn't quite endear herself to my girlfriend. It was supposedly a two-kilometre walk to Balsas along the valley. It was dry and hot here. We felt especially hot that we'd been up in the mountains so much recently. In Balsas, we asked around if Fernanda's red truck was in town, and they said it was. We were directed to the place he was staying. It was good to meet up with him again, and he introduced us to another British birder called Frank Lambert and two Peruvian guys. We went to see the owner and he showed us to our room, which was okay and dirt cheap, but smelled of paint. They were going to a place called Hacienda Limon, which I had passed on the bus, and is the best place to see the threatened endemic chestnut-backed thornbird and grey-winged Inca finch. Both we saw well, but it looked like a lot of the acacia trees here had been cut down, which the thornbird requires for its survival. In the evening we tucked into some spaghetti which Ralph the driver had made and we had a good chat with Frank and Fernando about their work and the birds that they'd seen. Fernando and Frank were planning to visit a place called Abra Chanchillo, Little Pig Pass, in search for more localities for the Thornbird and Inca Finch. It was about an hour and a half away and we wanted to be there at dawn, which meant we were up at 3.30am and left at 4.30. I was sat next to Frank and we had a good chat about birding around the world. He's been everywhere. I dread to think how many species he's seen. He says he doesn't keep count, but I bet he does. We got to the top of the valley, to the pass where we looked down into another valley in an area of dry acacia trees below. There was a trail heading down that went through a really surprising area of humid cloud forest. There were still some interesting species there, but it looked like there'd been a lot of habitat destruction, and they were pretty sure that it wouldn't be lasting very long. We heard later that this path was being turned into a road to a mine further down and would probably have pretty bad consequences on the environment. We started off together but got separated and when Fernando caught us up he said he'd just seen the vulnerable little woodstar, one of my target species. We got to the bottom of the hill and decided to split up to cover more ground. I went with Fernando and Frank went off on his own to explore the far end of the valley. We saw some interesting stuff, including lots of chestnut-crowned antpitters, and heard a pair of thornbirds, but they didn't seem as common here as at Hacienda Limon, where there was less habitat. 
I wanted to walk back up with Fernando so he could point out where he'd seen the hummingbird, but we got separated and I ended up coming back up with Frank. Fernando didn't show for the longest time, but arrived at the top of the hill about an hour later, rosy-faced and panting like a dog. It had been a long and exhausting day, and it was nice to get back. I still managed to go for a walk in the evening and spotted a Peruvian pigeon perched on the top of a mango tree. The bird I was still missing, though, was a tiny species of parrot called the yellow-faced parrotlet. I left early and birded my way along the dry valley, which was really good, but no parrotlet. I walked along the river, which had lots of good birds, including a flock of Peruvian pigeons, which I flushed, and they flew off downstream. I tried one last spot, a side road up a valley. It was getting hot by about 9am, and I was on the verge of giving up when I heard some unmistakable parrotlet calls. I walked very quietly close to the calls, and saw a group of them perched in some trees nearby. I got some nice photos and some recordings, too. I got back later than I had hoped. In the little town of Chacanto next to the bridge there was a guy with a few bags waiting by the side of the road. I asked him where he was going and he said that there should be a red minibus passing today for Leme Bamba. I walked back to Baltas as fast as I could and we got our stuff ready and walked quickly back. There was an 18-year-old girl walking back to Chacanto too and we chatted to her. Luckily my girlfriend didn't realise it was the same girl from the restaurant that had been smiling at me a few days ago. There was no need to rush really as nothing came for the longest time. We had lunch in the girls' restaurant and managed to watch the first half of another England game before the minibus finally came. I was thinking about staying to watch the end of the game, but they said it was the only vehicle passing that day. We had to keep on moving. <laughs>